<laughs> ahoy, hoy, America! It's the loveless party. Smithers, you have found it. I love saying ahoy, hoy. That's how uh, Alexander Graham Bell wanted people to answer the phone when he invented. I see. I love fun to know facts, right? I live for that. But yeah, on on the Simpsons, ahoy, hoy. But the ahoy, hoy. It's not some. I I thought it was like Polynesian or Samoan or something. No, that's just how uh, Alexander Graham Bell thought it'd be a cool way to answer the phone. Never caught on. We got to bring it back. I swear we got to bring it back. I'm going to start answering my phone. Ahoy hoy. But it's like, seriously, say ahoy hoy, Andrew. Uh, ahoy hoy. Yep, you sound a little bit like, says you say it, Jason. Ahoy hoy. <laughs> like, it's one of those words that no matter how hard you try, you sound a little bit like, <laughs> like, like, uh, what's this guy from The Simpsons? Yeah. All Mr. right, Burns. Mr. Yes, Mr. Mr. Burns. Burns. Yeah, I don't know why I was, I was going, I wanted to say something. Why do you answer the phone like that, Mr. Burns? I don't know. <laughs> just, just keeps people in their place. Nah, Put it. some more money on the fire. <laughs> of course, sir. Oh. I had the dream again last night, sir. It's so... <laughs> <laughs> the one where you fly in through the room. Oh, Smithers. All right. Ahoy, I'm jealous hoy. you got to hang with Sam Simon, though. Dude. Like, that was a friend I, I think, of yours. I think I told the story. It makes me sad. I miss him. I really do. He's been gone for a while. I miss him to this day. Yeah. Talking politics would have been so much fun with that guy. And uh and yeah, you got to give it up for uh for Mr. Burns. That was like my favorite thing. I didn't like expect anything from the estate uh of of Sam. Uh but the the one thing if I could pick one thing, it would be that piece of artwork where they had they had Mr. Burns all figured out and he was going to look like this 1930s. Sam told the show on he told the story on the flip side where it looked like an Edward G. Robinson, blah, blah, blah. And Sam, they were ready to go into production, just wrote, like, no, buy it, and, you know, put an X over it, and then just drew uh, Mr. Burns the yeah. way. And I'm like, why did, you, why did you change it? And he's like, he goes, well, we just always thought he was more of, like, a hunched-over, like, vulture bird guy. You know, he was very humble about the whole thing. But man, oh, man. Yeah, it's a great character. Brilliant. Uh, brilliant. Seriously, make sure to go to the YouTube page, youtube.com slash the Flipside Loftist. Go mm-hmm. watch that interview. It's up there. Sam Simon, I didn't know him personally, but you get everything that you're saying about yeah. him. He was just the nicest guy. And he he wasn't like really, I mean, he was still making a lot of money off The Simpsons. I remember one day uh, we were taking a break from writing over at, at Anger Management, and Sam and I are outside. I'm having a smoke, and he's having a, a cigar. Uh, and there was something about The Simpsons. It just got renewed for another blah, 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 blah. And I said to Sam, I'm like, wow, God bless those guys. God bless those writers coming up with stories. Because that show, they got to be done. And he looked at me like, like he looked at me like, are you doing a bit? Is this a joke? And I so I said it again. I'm like, yeah, that's, they got to be done. How many I mean, seasons was how, it? I, I don't know. It was a lot. It, it, we're close to 30 seasons at this point. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And That's I'm, nuts. And I'm like, they got to be out of stories. And Sam like looks at me and he realizes I'm not joking. He's like, no, there's a ton of stories. You could... There are tons of And he was completely serious. And I'm like, okay, well, that. All the that, characters guess... and all the plot lines you could make around the characters. I, I think he's right. You could probably do it a long time, couldn't you? Uh... They have. And I mean, continue. but it's a cartoon. Yeah. You could literally do anything. You don't need to. Well, that's the wonderful thing uh, about that. Uh, if you want him to go to Mars, you could do it. You know, and it's not even a big deal. And it also, is. it's not like Full House where, you know, the kids are inevitably getting older. They want to go to yeah. college. You have to build a set. You have to do all this with the cartoon. You just whatever. It's. I mean, and you saw the whole thing that happened with Harry Shearer. 
It's like, he was like, I, you know what? I'm done. I'm going to be in London. I'm doing my TV show there. And they called him up. It's like, all right, we'll pay you this much money, and you can phone in your voices literally. He wow. Said, okay. Yeah. It's all good. It's all good. It's I think wonderful. the Simpsons people are okay. Yeah. I think those actors are going to be okay. <laughs> I'm not too worried about those guys. Yeah. You know what show I miss? I miss – you ever see Jiminy Glick? Yes. Martin I never saw it. Show. Oh, my gosh. Go back and find some Jiminy Glicks. He was – um. It's uh, what's this guy from uh, from Second City Television? Martin Short. Martin Short, and he would wear this fat suit. Yeah, I remember that. Oh my God in heaven! He interviewed Steven Spielberg one time. I don't know if Steven Spielberg knew that like, it was Martin, not, but he's just like, so Steven Spielberg, when are you gonna make a movie for the masses? Like something everyone. <laughs> just so funny. Okay, there's a lot of news. Uh, welcome to the welcome to the show. Welcome to the Loftus party. Lots of great stuff going on. This is the uh, companion show uh, to the syndicated television show, uh, The Flip Side, with yours truly. Uh, and like with the syndicated show, we got to kind of keep it evergreen. This is the rip from the headlines show. This is what's going on uh, this week. Uh, I want to talk about the the Trump sweep. You know, the big, he got lots and lots, what, he picked up five states? Yeah, he got, there were five states that voted uh, last Tuesday. Last Tuesday. They, they keep calling it Super Tuesday, but it's Super like Tuesday. Super Tuesday. Yeah, there can only be one had. Super Tuesday. You can't have 19 Super Tuesdays. No. Sure you can. This is America, dude. You could have like a wonderful Tuesday, a great Tuesday, a pretty good Tuesday. <laughs> it's like if the Tuesdays don't keep getting better and better and better. What about a super duper Tuesday? That's what I was just thinking. The first one should be super Tuesday. <laughs> then it should be like a super duper Tuesday. Then the super ooper duper. Yeah. It's like, I'm Brian Williams. This is NBC. It's super de duper uber duper. <laughs> it would just, it'd be so silly. It'd be awesome. I'm oh, I'm Tom Brokaw reporting live from super de duper flooper glooper. Gooper gooper. That would be fantastic. Here's the thing that I thought was amazing about it. The amazing thing. Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. Every county. Yep. That's huge. I've never seen that before. No. Now, I can't, like, uh, this is probably the first time I've really looked that closely, but they're like, he's, Trump has won every county. Mm -hmm. That is a victory. Yes. That is, that is, in in the. That's a stomping. On that show, uh, American Ninja Warrior. You're, they're trying to get to Mount Midoriyama and achieve total victory over the course. <laughs> Donald Trump got to Mount Midoriyama in Pennsylvania. Total victory! And, the, you know, he's, they're saying he got more Republican votes than any in history. Yeah. He, he's saying that. I mean, it, it's not really a fair comparison because normally by this point, everyone else has dropped out. So... We don't have numbers. I think it's, I, but I think but, it is. I think it is historic turnout that like more people have already taken place. More Republicans have cast votes already than in any other uh, yes, primary. And, and so and he does deserve credit because he's gotten more than fifty percent in every single one of the states that he won. Last yeah, sure. And then the you've got you've got all the Ted Cruz people showing up. Like we got a vote to stop Donald Trump. So I just think it's it's inspiring a lot of people to go and cast a ballot, which is good for democracy, which is good for America. Yay. I don't know why I said it like that. So um, I thought that was pretty amazing. We were coming up. We got Tuesday coming up. Super duper glooper duper <laughs> Tuesday, duper Tuesday in Indiana. What happened last night in Arizona? Oh, somebody hooked me up with so, the old delegate switcheroo. Uh, A little game of musical chairs on the delegates. This is what America hates right here. 
Hit me up, Andrew Apple. So essentially, whenever you win an election, a certain number of delegates are pledged to you in the primary. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. But then you have to go out and you actually have to find Did someone. someone say Jesus? I'm Ted Cruz. I love Jesus. All right, we all do. All right. <laughs> Not so, as much so, as me. So you win. Stop. Stop it right now. So you win. You get these delegates and they're like, so, so the majority of people voted for Donald Trump in, in my state, Arizona, right? Yes. And then- the job then becomes, well, okay, now I need to go find someone to physically stand in and be that delegate to but I thought a, delegate, Wait a I thought I thought a delegate was an elected official. It is, but okay. you have to find someone. So wait, so wait. The that. guy the guy who was elected to be a delegate yes. now has to go find another guy? Yes. Why isn't that guy That's, the right? delegate? Right? What are we what are we what are we voting? I'm so confused. Uh, seriously, I voted for the dude. To, I have no idea. They hire people who specialize. This in cannot this. be true. So then, this cannot be true. You mean to tell me <laughs> what the hell? This is crazy talk. I have no idea so, what's happening. So you get a delegate, and like I am the official delegate, Locked in. and you're like, dude, I want President SpongeBob SquarePants, okay. and he's like, you got it. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. And then what? I got to go get Patrick to stand in line. No, this is Patrick. <laughs> Is this the Krusty Krab? No. So wait. So this now is Patrick. Ted Cruz is going. So back. wait. So wait a minute. So here's what because I saw on MSNBC this morning. It's yeah. like Jan Brewer lost her mind. Yeah. Like something happened. Something big happened in in Arizona where I think all these delegates, all these SpongeBob's are switching that, that, are, that are supposed to vote for Donald Trump because he won. Well, they are basically Ted Cruz's game in. Getting people to physically be delegates has been much stronger than than Donald Trump's this entire time, hands down. So when the delegates were physically chosen in Arizona, even though on the first ballot everyone is obligated to vote for the person who won, which is Donald Trump, okay. when they become unbound, they have all said they're going to vote for Ted Cruz because oh. Ted Cruz got them in there. Okay. Well, then, you know, that's – I have no idea. I still I don't know what's Here's happening. Here's the deal. It's like, listen, uh, County Z voted for Donald Trump. So the delegate from County Z is obligated to, in the convention, cast his delegate vote for Donald Trump. However, if Trump doesn't get to, you know, the magic number, the guy's like, hey, Ted Cruz, don't worry about it. I got you on the second ballot. So if the Dallas Cowboys are playing the Green Bay Packers and the Packers score three touchdowns and... Dallas scores no touchdowns. At the end of the game, Dallas can go, some of those touchdowns, actually, we have our men standing in for those touchdowns, and they're going to go to us. And now, But it's not game- a touchdown. Yeah. See, like your metaphor works like this. Uh, the Packers are playing the Cowboys. Okay. Uh, the Cowboys have the ball, and they've got it down at the one-yard line now. Okay. They've driven 99 yards. they got to get over the one. Uh, and they've got another play coming in. And and then the Green Bay Packer says, listen, we checked with the refs, and we are going to put the ball in a different place. And you're like, what? You're not allowed to move the ball. Well, actually, yes, it says so. There's a sub rule here that says the ref, because you didn't actually score a touchdown, you only got it to the one, we get to re-kick again, and you get the ball now at the five. That would make football incredibly frustrating to watch. Much like <laughs> politics is. <laughs> well, you know what? It's It's part of, like... Eh, it's the game. I guess when when you explain it that way and you think about it that way, Ted Cruz is just, it's the smart thing to do. It's like, listen, hey, you guys. Hey, Patrick, come here. What is it, Ted? Listen, I know you guys have to vote for Trump on the first one. That's right, we do. That's the law. 
But uh, on the second one, how about you throw it to old Ted Cruz? Uh, okay, we'll do, boss. <laughs> I don't think it's going to work. I, I honestly think Trump's got the this thing on the first ballot. It's going to happen. And Trump will steamroll Hillary so hard, it's going to be sad. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. We still got Indiana. And I loved, loved like, oh my gosh, that guy, uh, the Governor Pence. Mike Governor, Pence, yeah. My, Governor Mike Pence. Well, there's an inspirational speaker. That guy needs to go back to the Tony Robbins school of something. <laughs> he he made he endorsed uh, Ted Cruz on the radio. Yep. But but like he knows that like and here's here's what I love 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 love. It's like all these dudes in Pennsylvania. Trump wins every county in Pennsylvania. Suddenly, all the representatives from the state of Pennsylvania are like, you know that that Trump guy. He's not so bad. I you see know, the Republicans. He's okay. <laughs> a lot of Republicans are doing this. The ones that when are like he, anybody when, but Trump. When you are a, a a politician from the state of Pennsylvania and Trump wins every county, suddenly like, oh, I guess he's not so crazy after all. You know, I was. It on, makes a lot of sense to me. I was on your team the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I just couldn't say it because you didn't. <laughs> yeah. So so Pence knows that there's a lot of people in. Uh, in in, uh, in Indiana that are pro Trump, so when he had to, he was like, it was like real sticky just watching him endorse Cruz because he he comes out and he's like, you know, uh, Kasich. I hey, listen, I'll tell you this, they're all great. I love them all. They're all great. <laughs> Wish that, that John Kasich, he's something else, and he's a swell fella. And uh, I want to thank Donald Trump, and he I re- he means a lot to me, and I like him, and he's got I'm gonna knit him a sweater, and he's got a you you can't do that though you gotta that pick I, a guy. Well, I'm gonna pick <laughs> a guy, and, and he's just like Ted Cruz. They're all winners to me. Ted Cruz. He's just like the lamest, lamest endorsement ever, and then. And then Donald Trump comes out. He's got Bobby Knight. He got he got Bobby Living Knight, legend of Indiana right? basketball. Bobby right? Knight. Yes. The Indi- the the Hoosiers love this guy as, as they should. Like he won bananas over. Lives. He won. He won. Yes, nine hundred and some odd games, and, and that's crazy. And here's what I love about Bobby Knight. He comes out like the people in Indiana, and these kids they love basketball and they love winning, and basketball's awesome and knowing how to win. And that, and he points over to where Donald Trump is standing. And he goes, and that son of a bitch could play for me any day. <laughs> and the crowd goes crazy. It's like, do you want do you want Governor Pence going? I, I like them all. Lady Cruz, John Kasich. Where do you want that son of a bitch? <laughs> you want conviction. You want a guy oh, who's yeah. all yeah. in. Who's going to grab you by the throat and, and throw and, a chair. Yeah, just <laughs> press you up against a gymnasium wall. So get your head in the game. That appeals to a lot of people. You know what? Bobby, I had an uncle like Bobby Knight. Terrified me as a little kid. But he was just that guy that, like, he would just, like, go and you better It would go. inspire you. It, or I scare did, you? I didn't want <laughs> fear, inspiration lives right next door to fear. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they are neighbors. Fear will inspire you to do. It will motivate. Yes. So, um, it was imperative uh, on the Trump campaign. This is he. He, he was. We, we were told that he was going to be more presidential. Did you watch? Yes. His foreign policy speech. Yes. Wow, dude. Uh, Not Jason, very good. No. Um, no. Where exactly is the country of Tanzania? Oh man, Tanzania. Tanzania. Yeah, it was like you. It, it became very evident very quickly why he likes to just talk off the cuff, mm-hmm. right? 
First yeah. of all, you got it's gotten him this far. You got to dance with the girl that brought you, right? Yep. He's he he knows his talking points, blah 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 blah, and he's he's a good he can read the crowd. Uh, but man, oh man, his teleprompter speech and America must be sure to looking to the left. It's like he almost read like the parentheticals. Uh-huh. You know, it was it was bad. He needs to like he needs to go back to teleprompter class. You got to be able to do that. Well. I, I now, would say uh, he needs to go in a different direction, actually, because— Just don't I, use one. One of the reasons that he needed to rely on the teleprompter is he's kind of falling into the trap that a lot of critics have said about him, where, yes, he does have a very strong economic background. He's done well in business. He doesn't know anything about foreign policy, which he wouldn't be expected to because he's never been in political office. So he needs to sit down and needs to hire a Condoleezza Rice type or a Colin Powell type, school him— get the information into his brain so he can Trumpify that. Yeah. I mean, I, w- I would agree, and I think he's going to hire... Uh, listen, He'll it's He'll get like, the best people. It reminds... It, this is all very weird. It's it's all very weird. It's very reminiscent of, uh, of like, Ronald Reagan. It is. It was like the attacks against Ronald Reagan. I'm sure that, that Donald Trump is going to get, like, when you know you don't know foreign policy that well, you got to get some people in there that do. Yeah. Right? He's... Just, he, that's just... That's a have to. That's not a I might need no. It's a you got to got to got to. But I think it'd be a huge mistake for him to try to memorize all that stuff. <laughs> There's no way when it gets when it gets when it's Donald Trump versus Hillary Clinton in a debate, and she's like, "Who is the vice president of the Ministerial of Sales?" And blah 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 blah. Donald Trump's like, "I got a guy I forgot. I got a a guy knows that." <laughs> I mean, he just don't try to remember it all. Like he's not gonna know names and places. He's just going to have to say, I got a guy for that. Colin, do you want to feel this one? Actually, if he did get Colin Powell, that would bode very, very well for him. Colin Powell is a just- I don't think Colin Powell is going to be coming back. Probably uh, not. I think, I think Colin Powell is still pretty angry over uh, uh, the Iraq war. Yeah. Because somebody – and I, I, this is dicey for a little political comedy show, but like – those they were all very sure of themselves with the Iraq war. Like, here's a satellite photo. Here's where they're moving the nukes. Here's where and like and for the record, I would like to say there is an article in the New York Times from ages ago. They did find weapons of mass destruction. They did, uh, just not on the level that we were told. So it's a little. It's it's. And he got scapegoated. Oh, very much. I mean, he and Rumsfeld very much got scapegoated. Oh yeah, yeah. I was, I was watching a. A history of the CIA thing and all these CIA dudes talking about it. They, all of them, unsure where that stuff came from. Unsure, unsure of where. And who's the head of the CIA now? Um, it's Ash Carter. Yeah, that guy. What a little, what a little dork he is. They all, they're talking about waterboarding, right? Yep. And uh, and they're all, they all are presented with this question. This is like every living head of the CIA. Is, is in this documentary, mm-hmm. and they present this question like, hey, if there's a uh, a nuke in New York City and you've got the guy in custody who knows where the nuke is and how to disarm it, I'd waterboard, right? If he's not going to talk, I'd waterboard him. They go to another uh, guy from the CIA. What would you do? Well, he's got a, he's got the bomb. He knows where to – you got to waterboard him. If he's not talking, you got to waterboard him. They go to Ash Carter. The guy, There's a nuke in Manhattan. There's a guy that knows, and you got him in custody. Are you going to waterboard him? He goes, I would find another way. I would find it. You know what? Shh, Maybe hush they have another face. way. <laughs> I don't think he's going to use any kind of. He's not going to serum. Yeah, 
I wish. Don't we have stuff like that? I wish. No, they don't. It's we don't have things, something we you could only do. see it in movies, and it's not really. There's no work. way we could. sodium penta pentothal or whatever. Don't isn't there some sort of computer uh, the program? Only, the, you know the closest thing we got to truth serum booze. Hey, there. I tell you let's what. Let's booze board him. He <laughs> <laughs> got whiskey. Let's boarded. take him to a frat house <laughs> and just at Indiana they, University the, uh, beer bongs. Beer bongs. Got to do fifty beer bongs. <laughs> Okay, here's what I'll talk. I will tell you. It's this. at the Barnes and Noble on 57th. <laughs> I'm driving. And then we go get Mother Bear's Pizza afterwards. Best yeah, I'd pizza say in it's the world. It's gonna be the best. I love you guys. You guys are the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the teleprompter speech was not uh, a, a big hit. No, for for Mr. Trump, that was not good. Bernie Sanders. Can this guy just go away already? Seriously. No, he's got to stick around. Uh, he's got to go. You know what he's good for? He's good for the conversation. He's, he's good for America. He's not good for he's, anything. Sure he is. Nah, sure he's he is. A, and a here's the sad man. news. He's here's a snake he oil sin. Hmm? You're going to get free stuff. Here's how stupid people are. They said, you're going to get free health care. Great. And now look what we got. And then they're going to go, you, you got free college. And they're going to go, I think, great. I you didn't you learn what, your lesson. I think, I think that your typical Bernie Sanders voter, they realize taxes will go up. Yes, they realize it. Not they for ju- them. That's no. what they think. I, I, I really, I really think. But it, that it won't go affect up for them, them and they don't know. It, they, they really think it'll be the everyone else's taxes will go up. Not it even won't how be it works. There. No, it's not how it works, and it is a slippery slope. The old socialism. It is a slippery slope. I don't like the. I don't like this thing. Oh, and this is for you. I did this for you. Uh, the single payer system, like like free college and the uh-huh. government's in charge of college. I think it just demeans college. And like then it's like okay, it's like, like a star-bellied sneech thing with Dr. Seuss. Then everybody's got a college degree. It's not special. Blah 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 blah. Right? And we we still need tradesmen. I, I still say sure. uh, yeah. let's bring that back. We got to elevate those people. I'm going to go to school and be an electrician. I'm going to go be a carpenter's apprentice. Plumbers I'm gonna make go- bank. Oh my gosh! I've said it before. I said it on the flip side. If my kids were like, I want to be a plumber. I want to be an electrician. I want to be a awesome, awesome, You're awesome, make some awesome, bread. big time. Yeah, and they need you. But uh, single payer system. I guess they're going to try it. Explain it, out. it to me. Colorado is getting close to this. Now, this is what I, I love. don't understand. This it. is what I love about America. Everybody, they take the money. Everybody pays a little bit more in taxes, and the government says, "Here's your official government doctor," and for every medical well, no, malady you have, no, no, you're no, no, taken no, no. care of. That, that's not what Colorado is trying to use. They want to use what they call the Medicare for All system, where. Essentially, everyone is put in. Uh, I'm sorry, I was talking about like a single payer system. Well, like I think the dream of a lot of Democrats is everybody you pay a little into Social Security, you pay a little bit for medical insurance. It's impossible. The government picks up the rest. You can't do it. But anyway, what you end up getting is the VA. Yeah, you get the VA where people are dying left and right and putting this, on on lists to death, don't treat. Yes, don't treat list, death list that we were talking about last week. Yeah, you found an article on, on CNN.com. Yeah, they put some soldiers on a no treat list. Ba-boom. According to CNN, yes, uh, which is crazy. The VA is. Uh, it's weird because I've talked to soldiers who said, hey, the VA hooked me up, did a great job. Then I've talked to other soldiers that are like, no, man, it's not good. Well, you can't fail 100% of the time. Right. I mean, even a broken clock is right twice a day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, but if the VA was killing everybody, uh, there'd be an outrage. I think their success rate is just way too low. I'm unacceptable. reading a, a book right now uh, called The Lunatic Express, a guy who took the most dangerous routes around the most dangerous airlines, trains, planes, circumnavigated the globe. And his first stop, one of his first stops was in Cuba. 
And he gets there, and he's hanging out with some Cubans, and some of them get sick. And he says, hey, good thing you guys got free health care, huh? They looked at him, and they laughed right in his face. They're like, you think this is free? Let me tell you something. You got to bribe these doctors. You got to give them shampoo bottles, soap, toilet paper, whatever you can find, <laughs> just to get them to talk to you. There's nothing free about our health care, brother. Wow. And the guy's like, Wow. I was under the impression it was free. They said, no, 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 no. This is not a good system. And Michael Moore has this movie, Sicko, where he, t- where he literally tries to explain to people how much better Cuba's health care system. Well, yeah, if you're a government official. Yeah. But the people get garbage. No, I tell you, I will tell you this story. A few years back, uh, my mom and my sister and my brother-in-law, they were traveling through Ireland. My mom got a virus, uh, really, just boom, mm-hmm. knocked her for a loop. They took her to uh, a hospital in Ireland, and uh, bing, bang, boom. She got in. She saw a doctor. Now, how she are got they a doing it? Is that single payer? I, I believe so. Yeah. I, was mo- it? Most of Europe does have a single payer system. And it's working mm-hmm. for them? Yes. And, uh, and we, we should comment that... What the Bernie Bros believe, right or wrong, but their point What'd of view. What'd you say? The Bernie Who's? Bernie Bros? You've never heard that term? <laughs> I like no, it. No, the Bernie Bros. Yeah. I'm a Bernie Bro, man. Yeah. Yo, bro. I'm a Bernie Bro. <laughs> yeah. I'm a burnout. Feeling the burn, bro. They're either called Bernie Bros or Burners. That's what they call them. I call them burnouts. Burners. <laughs> I'm a total burner, bro. I'm going to be a burner, bro. But it's surprising because if you look at them, a lot of them are young and they believe much the same way that Donald Trump supporters believe. It's like, nope. We're America. We're not going to fall into that trap because everything we do is awesome. We're going to have an awesome single-payer system. Well, there might be a grain of truth in that because we can actually adjust ours as we go along. Here's what I say. Let them figure it out. State by state. Colorado. Colorado is trying to do something. Exactly. Let's see if it works. But they're not saying do it for the whole country. They're just saying just for us, Colorado. Just for us. Just for us, Colorado. If it works, maybe another state will go, hey, that was pretty good. Let's try that. I am all for that. All right. Now, hold on. And, And I should say up front, this isn't funny. But <laughs> I killed my I, grandmother last night. I want to say that for every comment I make on the podcast okay. is not going to be funny. I just want to throw that but, out there. This is one of the things that has really scared me quite a bit. Uh oh! If you look at what Ted Cruz and what Donald Trump want to do with their tax plans, it's very similar to what Kentucky's been trying, and it hasn't been working out very well for Kentucky. Kentucky has not only needed a federal bailout, but they actually—and this is true. They just had an auction of sex toys just so that they could make up their government deficit. Now, hold on. Auction of sex toys? Yes. In Kentucky? Yes. Are these like handcrafted things? No, Are these no. like, it's just like they, Civil War it's era? A, it's very conservative in Kentucky. They've had a lot of sex toys that have been confiscated over the years. The oh, gross. Well, not use sex toys. <laughs> or maybe they No, were. no. Listen. I'd be mad. When I, they, I don't think they have it in California. But when, but when I was living in, in uh, Columbus, Ohio, uh, many they years ago. They confiscated your sex toys? They did. Darn it! They did no <laughs> bicycles. I would go down. I would get the best bikes. You go down to the the police uh, place and like mm-hmm. people who haven't picked up their stolen bikes or blah blah blah. You go down there and they'd have a price tag on it. You oh, get sweet. like this real a great bike for like forty bucks, and mm-hmm. they're like, "Here you go, guy." And like this is the so you're best. Saying do that with sex? I'm wondering more? if that did they do that with Kentucky? Is there like a police room full of old like? Pretty much. This one's hardly been used. <laughs> <laughs> ah! 
Oh, it's taken a horrible turn. Uh, oh. Poor Kentucky. So wait a minute. So so what wait ha- a minute. So so Donald Trump and and Ted Cruz's tax plans are the tax plans of Kentucky, and it's not working for Kentucky. Well, yeah, because what Kentucky is, they've basically, and it's very similar to what Reagan pointed out. They have made taxes very very low with the assumption then that businesses would come in, they would create more jobs. Mm-hmm. It hasn't. And Ted Cruz and Donald and what Trump's- and and what 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 big industries are in Kentucky? Uh, tobacco bourbon tobacco and bourbon yeah. and last time i checked i think bourbon was doing really good it i don't is. know if they can hire the whole state they can't uh but i think they're doing all right i met the guy who runs uh jack daniels he was a very great guy i and bet he, he is and you know what he had when he was a kid he had a summer job working at jack daniels moving barrels da, 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 worked his way up through the company now he runs it nice. bing bong the american dreams at the front door would you like to answer it yeah please is awesome. So he's but, an awesome guy. Let, let so me, I, I don't. I think. Listen to say Ted Cruz wants to do this and Donald Trump wants to do that, and it's not working in Kentucky. Might be simplifying things because the last time I checked, uh, Ronald Reagan's policies worked out great, and I'm enjoying my laptop, I'm enjoying my iPhone, and I'm enjoying all these wonderful things. And this drives me crazy. Here's another great thing about capitalism. And all these. And I, I'm getting way ahead of myself and behind myself at the same time. Mm-hmm. I do want to say this. Corporations do have to pay taxes. Yes. They must. That's what everybody, the Bernie people, the Donald Trump people, all these people are like, listen, you got to pay some taxes, guy. Like GE, you know, I, when, when Obama. They got exempt when, from when, all when, taxes. Yes. They didn't have when to pay Obama, a nickel. When Obama got elected. That's crazy. You're like, okay, transparency. This guy's going to be truthful, truthful, blah, blah, blah. And then G, the dude from GE's visiting the White House all the time and GE's not paying any taxes. What the what? Huh-uh. Now. Uh, what goes along with that? Everybody, everybody gets mad at Apple because they have all this money and they're just sitting on all this money and all they have all this money. They never just sit on money. No. Okay. Everybody who thinks they never do. There's a little thing they called research and development. Mm-hmm. They research new products. They try to come out with with so the so the next invention is going to be great. That is where we got the mouse for the computer. That is where we got Windows. That is like a, a lot of great inventions. Uh, and it's in it's in the the movies that you can see Steve Jobs and uh, Watches Dude uh, for Michael Microsoft. See, uh, Bill Gates. Bill Gates. They went into like Xerox and IBM, and and the people from Xerox and IBM are like, "Don't let these guys into our research and development department. They're going to steal all these inventions." They're like, well, we're not doing anything with them. <laughs> and they they went in. They took a tour of these R and D departments, and oh, like, yeah. ching 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 ching. All right, I can use this, and I'm I'm working on this computer. I could use this technology with that, and then boom 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 boom, boom and it's this huge explosion. And that's what, yeah, I do. I firmly believe in tr- trickle down. I just think it takes a lot longer to trickle down. Uh, and I haven't Americans... seen nothing trickle up in nature. What the what? Boom. No, I haven't seen. Uh, nature abhors a trickle up. I haven't seen it much. If, uh, you know, the honey don't trickle right up into the beehive. Trickles kind of out and down out of it. I think gravity works one way only. It doesn't. Yeah, and you know what? If you're a scientist out there and you're enjoying the Loftus party and a good laugh, could you please uh, get your people to work on gravity? Michael, what's your problem with gravity? I will tell you what my problem <laughs> is with gravity. Like, Newton, like, figured it out, right? And everybody's like, okay, we've figured out gravity. No! We have not figured out gravity. Nobody knows how to turn it off. Nobody. We're all like, it's just this thing that you can't stop. 
Like, light, you can stop light. Look, I put my hand up. Boom. Stopped a big hunk of light. Can we please learn how to stop? It's the only way we're going to get to, like, anything that looks like Star Wars or Star Trek in our lives. Hoverboards. Right? Can we? That's all we need. Just figure out gravity. Let's figure out how to turn off a little bit of gravity. Just don't turn us into Krypton, please. Oh. Oh, my gosh. Now you've done it. Uh Uh-oh. Now you've done it. Uh Uh-oh. I went back because, like, I'm really angry with Zack Snyder. Like really angry with that guy. Yeah. He's ruining some characters that I that I desperately love. Yeah, and I and I don't know. I've had so many conversations with so many people about this. I apologize if if we did this on the last episode, but buckle up, America. Here we go again. Marvel Comics. Their their movies are great. Yes, they have a dude who is in charge of that universe. Kevin Feige. Yes. He loves these characters, he knows these characters, and if he doesn't, he's got someone on the payroll who does, and the universe works. Everything works. And he doesn't change the characters fundamentally. Oh my lord in heaven, DC Comics and Warner Brothers desperately needs that person. I would like to be that person, okay? And I have a a slew You're throwing your hat in the ring? Yes, I am. I'm not going to stand idly by and just watch them... Uh, turn Superman into a murderous thug and have him Batman just banding, just blowing people's brains out with guns and trying to kill Superman, who's not really a good guy. Now he's like this anti-hero. No, Superman is a good guy, okay? And let's brighten up the suit a little bit, okay? It was neat to look at for one. I went back and watched uh, uh, Man of Steel again. It starts off pretty strong, but let's tell you what. Warner Brothers, put me in the editing room. I can lift like 20 minutes out of that sucker mm-hmm. and make it a lot better, okay? Superman versus Batman, complete and total disaster. I, I don't want to get way, way it off It had here. a couple of good moments, I thought, but overall, it was it it had a lot of real no, issues. No, no. The more you think about it, there's nothing good about it. So, Michael, <laughs> you may have actually been granted a reprieve from DC because the word came out this week that Ben Affleck, who is directing and co-writing the solo Batman movie, yeah, he basically went to DC and said, look, if we're going to do this, I need autonomy. It's going to be me. It's going to be Jeff Johns. We're writing the script. We get to make this the way we know this Okay, who made. is Jeff Johns? Jeff Johns is the basically the head of all comics for DC. He's also a writer. Okay, thank on, the Lord. He, thank the Lord for Ben Affleck. I, I never he thought I would on. say this sentence in my life. <laughs> Thank the Lord for Ben Affleck. <laughs> hey, I think the guy will do a good job. I, did you see Argo? Here's the deal. Yeah. Very no. good movie. No, I didn't. I think I he's, a good, he's a good director, I tell man. You what, if you open up Frank Miller's uh, The Dark Knight, right, and you read Stick that, to that the page. You, you, you read that great graphic. Awesome. Right? And you're like, oh, Ben Affleck's that guy. Ben Affleck looked great. He did. Uh, uh, he's the, a the good guy. Batman. The guy who plays Superman. Great. Su- like, the problem Bad is. script, with- though. Yes. Yes. You know? But I, I, th- I really think Affleck will do a good job. I but really do. Here's the biggest concern is that what they're saying is Chris Terrio, who wrote Argo, he's writing the Justice League script solely on his own. He co-wrote with David Goyer the Batman v Superman script. Mm. So we don't know what we're going to end up with. If with Affleck is movie. steering him in the right direction, we should be okay. Here's and if what, he hires Casey Affleck. Here, and here's what everybody needs to do. Here's what you need to <laughs> I don't do. know. Casey Affleck, that kid's talented. He's, yeah. Hey, I like him. I tell you what, there's your Jimmy Olsen. 
We all hey. killed Jimmy Olsen. What about Robin? You know what? You know what? They didn't. And that you don't. You don't. Thank you. God, you're right on it today. Stop doing this. Yeah. I swear to God, I, I don't want to cuss on this podcast. I, I just do. I get so pissed off we about can it. Cut it out. Stop. Like, like Lex Luthor has this girl who works for him, Mercy. Right? She's the chauffeur. She's an assassin. She's kung fu. She's awesome. She's completely dedicated to Lex Luthor. They went out of their way, out of their way to kill her in that movie. Who is served by that? Stop doing it. And, I, and it pisses me off. Uh, in the Superman versus Batman movie, why? You get nothing out of it. You get nothing out of killing that character. And then they did it in Transformers. Let Michael Bay. Hey, dude, if you don't love the Transformers, if you don't flipping love those things, stop making the movies. Like, they go out of their way to kill, like, tra- it doesn't move the plot forward. It doesn't do anything. It's just like, we've looked at this at, at surveys, and they th- we think we should have a moment of sadness now. Hey, you know what? Let's kill Ironhide, but won't the kids be a- No, let's just kill them. <laughs> I think they're thinking, oh, and then people will talk about it. It'll be controversial. They killed it's the what, character. I tell you what, reboot, reboot that entire franchise. And you could do it. Oh, I mean, absolutely. It's, it's too late. Like, Why? Because those wheels are greased, and they are heading in that direction. Suicide Squad is already coming out. Oh, Suicide Squad will be great. Justice League is already in production. Oh, my gosh. Wonder Woman flies coach. But, Wonder yeah. Woman is she's putting got her... an invisible jet, and she's flying coach. And her bracelets can stop a beam the size of a truck. Like, listen, uh, me, I, I, I watched these, these with my kids. There was a great Superman animated series on... Mm-hmm. With Tim Daly did the voice of Superman. Uh, Dana Delaney was Lois Lane. All Star, just great cast, and the physics there of Superman and how everything works and like how things that hurt Super. It's just great. It's just fantastic. Anybody who's thinking about doing a Superman movie, Superman the animated series, go watch that. Then uh, Ben Affleck, go read those Frank Millers. Read I'm the sure Dark he has. Knight. Oh, he's go read them again and go over to. Freaking Zack Snyder's house, leave and a punch stack him in the face. and hey, leave a stack of them. Time out. Let me ask you a question. Michael. Yes, you have two kids. Yes. How did they feel about Batman versus Superman? Did they, they thought enjoy it looked it? good. They did. They, they en- thought it looked good. It's like, listen, man. When I was a little kid, they would show uh, the Adam West Batman's on in the afternoon. Now bring that guy back, right? And Batman. Hey, Robin, we have to get to the Joker. Now, <laughs> I love that guy. I'm a, I'm a little time. I'm a I'm a le- wee little man, right? And it's on like on Sundays. Every once in a while on Sunday, they would show the movie. There was a movie and I'm just like locked in cuz that Batmobile is cool. It's right down the street. You can go over, you can go over on on Riverside and the Batmobile. So I'm a little kid. I'm watching this like it's Batman. And in my mind, I'm already like, well, they couldn't do the suit right. They so they had to do that. They couldn't do this right. And my dad would be sitting on the couch laughing. And I would get so mad, you know? What was he laughing at? Cuz it was a comedy, dude. It was a straight up comedy. <laughs> I didn't know that. I thought it was Batman and Robin. It was I was like, drama. no, right? And like the like the Joker, uh, Caesar Romero, that actor mm-hmm. didn't even shave his mustache. Oh, <laughs> he would just put the makeup on over the mustache because he's like, this isn't really going anywhere. But that's just it. Jeez. To a little kid, I saw it for oh. It's the Batmobile, da-da. so I liked it for one thing. My dad's laughing, and I'm like, "Why is he laughing at Batman?" And it's like me as as a as a grown up. I'm looking at like, "Oh, what a waste! What a waste! You've got all the money in the world. You've got Warner Brothers behind it. You got all this great stuff, and then." Gee. But what I'm saying, were your kids at all disappointed in it, or were they into it? They they were into it. 
like in terms of there's Batman and Superman are fighting. But like when we're talking about on the way home, you know, and it's like Martha. Your mom's name's Martha? My mom's name's Martha. <laughs> they, we should yeah. be best friends. That was very problematic. And then and why then, didn't they rewrite that? And then my son was like, Batman was shooting guns. Like that doesn't seem like yep, yep. And then when you talk about it, but then you're a kid, and I don't want to make them not like it, you yeah. know. But it's like it's it's not like uh, the Force Awakens, right? They're like, when does that come out on DVD? Yeah. When does that come out on Blu-ray? They're we not gotta, fired up we, about the DVD. No, no, and because it's just it's one of those. See, this things is why where, I think your argument really stands up because they, it, the kids should be fired up for this. And if they would have stuck to the page, maybe they would have been. Yeah. Well, they wanted to skip too many stuff. And right now, it's it's a, it's a weird thing. There's a bad guy uh, named Darkseid yep. in the DC universe mm-hmm. who is eerily similar to the bad guy in the Marvel universe. Thanos. Yeah, Thanos. But we've already seen him. We've already seen him. So now if DC does it and they try to – it's going to look like, ooh, they're just copying off of Marvel. That so they are Joss stuck. That was Whedon's mic drop at the end of Avenger. Like he was like, if DC ever does a shared universe, they're going to go after Darkseid. That's going to be their big bad. You have to do Darkseid. Yeah. You have to do Darkseid. So, He's the only guy that's a challenge for Superman. And he just established Thanos and we're getting Thanos as the big bad in Avengers Infinity War 1 and 2. Ba-boom. When are we getting – the uh, the Marvel DC crossover Avengers never versus happen, Justice never, never, never. There was actually a time in the '90s where I believe Marvel was about to buy DC. Holy uh, smoke, that'd be crazy! Because uh, they were in you bankruptcy. could have Batman versus the Hulk. Yeah, that's what I'm waiting for. But that didn't end. Up. It it, it might have been flipped. It may have been because Marvel's gone through bankruptcy so many times, which is why we don't have the X Men in the shared Marvel universe right now because Fox owns those. Those. Oh rights. wow. I got uh, I got screwed with Marvel hmm. back in the nineties. What'd you do? You bought stock? I bought stock in Marvel. I bought st- <laughs> stock in Marvel comic. I'm like, here it comes. Here it comes. I love these characters. I love so these what stories. Happened? Here's what happened. Uh the movies were doing really well. Mm-hmm. Like a Spider Man came out, the yep. first one with Tobey Maguire. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Loved the second one. Yep. Right? Really good. Uh, and then uh, the comic books, the actual physical comic books, weren't doing well. And so people are, uh, you know, well, wh- what's the stock doing? What's the stock doing? And then the comic books, they wanted to, to do bankruptcy and uh, and reformulate their business, you know, protective bankruptcy. So what happens to your stock money? Well, you know what? A federal judge said, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do like a King Solomon deal and cut this right down the center. Mm. Right? So you got your so, stock got cut in half. So it was like literally if there was like 500 shares of stock, this guy went to stock number 250, like right in the middle. Mm-hmm. Everybody 250 and below, you get the comic books. Everybody 250 and above, oh, you get the movies. Oh, 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 oh. And I got the comic books and it was just worthless. Are you and hanging then, on to it? No. Oh. It was it's it was nothing. It was just nothing. I'd hang on to it. <laughs> I'd ride it all the way because you never know. Maybe they'll do a digital comic book platform that gets they off. have Maybe tried it. It doesn't work. Oh. It doesn't work. I'd still hang on to it. It does not work. You want that paper in your hand. I love books. You know, I, I have a Nook, but I like, uh, but just a digital comic doesn't work. Hmm. Let's. Let, I like this theme. I like talking about things that don't work, uh, and we have to. We have to. We have to key on this. Naming a vice presidential uh, candidate before you have the nomination locked up when you're not, like, leading. Like, if Trump, like, it's Cruz. Cruz, like, nominated, he did Carly Fiorina, right? He's like, here's my running mate. And you're like, this is a bit odd. You know, he wants to dominate the news cycle. It's putting the cart before the horse a little but bit. But here's the deal. 
I like Carly Fiorina. I have a lot of respect for her. I like her a lot. Uh, and and then, man, oh, man, uh, she ended it all with, with one little... <laughs> she really did. I mean, like, I still like her, but, like, her political aspirations... Uh, she she gave a little. She seemed she like gave a, a little. Bird. Should we just share this? With yes, let's share it with with America. I know two girls that I just adore. I'm so happy I can see them more. Cause we travel on the bus all day. We get to play. We get to play. She's just riffing. You know what? She's like, I've just Ted Cruz wants me to be his vice president. I'm going to go out there and talk about how he's going to make America better and how his vision for America is going to help everyone and we're going to we're going to turn this country around. And then you know what I think I'm going to do? I think I'm going to just riff a little Sing song. Sing a little song. I what how is it? What's what is it? I know two girls that I just adore. Which you know and then everybody laughs cuz everybody it's like that thing like, "Oh, I do I know that song?" That's what they're like they're like, "Oh, that's that." And then they're realizing, "Oh, I don't I don't this know that song. This girl's just crazy. No, that that that's an old classic from Call Me Madam. From Call Me Madam? Yeah, Donald O'Connor and uh, Ethel Merman famously sang So she's got to pay to use that? Uh, technically, it's a parody. I don't know if she's actually going to get charged for it. <laughs> I note. Oh, okay. But oh, my God. I thought she was just riffing. This is that's an actual song? About. It's an actual song. But we've talked about <laughs> that we need politicians to stop trying to be cool when they aren't. I don't think singing that song makes you try to look cool. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and she was trying to cue from Obama because Obama. Here, listen. To, this is Obama. hold on. I know. I know exactly what you're going to do. I know exactly what you're going to do, and it, it and it's painful. It's painful. But like, because because you get like Republican white woman singing. I know two girls that I and it's just like <laughs> nervous laughter. And then when Obama sings. I'm so in love. Like him or not. That's oh, my weird. gosh. And that crowd is – that's very Of course smooth. the crowd goes wild. He's got psychotic – Now, listen. He's got psychotic it, followers who are morons and think that – I tell you what. They have it, no idea. The guy's the worst leader ever, and they're like, oh, my gosh, he can sing. He's so brilliant. The guy's a disaster. That was great. The guy's been – That was great. It wasn't that You great. don't like Al Green? I love Al Green. There I don't you like go. Obama. And you don't, don't think that was a good cover? You of, know what of, I want to see a president do? Put some good policies out there well, and not well, sing listen, Al Green. Listen, we said it on this show before. Obama, I wish, I, I want my Obama. Don't if he sang anything. They would go, oh, it's great. No, but I tell you what, if well. uh, listen, if Obama came out and went, I know two girls that I The adore. crowd would go wild. <laughs> he's a genius. He adores those girls. But that's like, he's cool. He cares he about little girls. That. and He, he knows how to play the He's going to give me free health care. That I have to pay triple for. I'm so in love with you. It was great. Oh, my gosh. It was great. Guys. Now, listen. If Ted Cruz came out and started doing hunk of hunk of burning love or something, (laughs) I'd be like, I'll give this guy. (laughs) I might vote for that. Ted Cruz should do an Elvis impression. Now, oh my gosh! Remember when Ted Cruz did the Simpson thing? Smithers did it. I'm like, oh, who let let him do that? Who's the guy's way out of touch? Here's a yeah. Here's a, oh. Here's a good idea. You're gonna be running for president. Let's get you on camera impersonating Mr. Burns. That's like the worst thing ever. <laughs> That'll get you. The votes. show has come. We've come full circle now. Yeah. We started with Mr. Burns, and but we can't close it out with Mr. Burns. No. Uh, but that was great. Obama singing, and he he does great. He cracks great jokes. 
He had a better set last night, seriously, uh, than uh, Larry Wilmore, the host of what is it, the, the Nightly the Show? The Nightly Show, yeah. Was the host of the uh, the White House Correspondence Center. Obama had a great set. I mean, the guy, he can tell a great joke. He did a, a, a great uh, joke talking about, like, you know, it's my, uh, you know, I've been here for a long time. I got a few months left, and a lot of people are leaving. You know, so-and-so, she left, and she took a job for this media company. So-and-so, she left, and she's going to be the new host of CBS this morning. And uh, Jake Tapper is getting out of, you know, journalism and taking a job with CNN. It was like, boom, that's, boom. A good, that's a good line. It's a great joke, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's a good line. I, you know, I, I felt bad about blah, blah, blah. I felt bad for uh, Larry Wilmot. He just, it was not the best show. How much money did he make? You know what? I have to think he probably did it for free. Really? I don't know. Yeah, it's I a mean, big, that, it's a big a honor. That's not a where you get paid big money. But here's the deal. It's like, as a performer, and he was he was taking a lot of heat the next day for some of the language, blah, blah, blah. He just didn't have a great set. He had a funny riff about uh, the Zodiac Killer. That mm-hmm. was pretty funny. But blah, blah, he'll get him next year. He'll get good time. Uh, but that Obama, he can crack a joke. It is time, uh, ladies and gentlemen, for Michael Topias. It's getting, we got extra time this week because there's a ton. I'm, I've, I have got my panties in a bunch, as they say. Uh, Michael Topia, you can live in the real world where things are all crazy and cuckoo and Lord knows what will happen, where all of a sudden a, a vice presidential candidate will start, I know two girls that I adore. And uh, then you've got Michael Topia, which where things make sense. And uh, it's a wonderful. So let's go there now, shall we? Let's do this. I all like right. It. Who has got a. Uh, I've got one. I got one. Okay. In Michael Topia, my guests on my radio program don't chew M&Ms directly into the microphone. <laughs> They're damn good, though. Why do you put them in front of me? Don't put them right in it front of me. It is a, it's it's like, you don't have to eat them. I come to the, st- yeah, you but you put have- the bowl right in front of my microphone. What am I supposed to do? They're M&Ms. Are we being recorded? Yes. Look, you can't help it when M&Ms are in front of you. You can't control yourself. They're M&Ms. You, you can go, I'm not going to eat that M&M, and then your hand creeps down, and you're like, stop. My goodness, they're delicious, oh aren't my they? God. You got these with peanut butter ones? Oh, dude, it's a mix. Oh, There's regular, Lord. there's, uh, there's uh, peanut butter. There's also peanut M&M's. You know what I, that, that uh, I gave up on? Pretzel M&M's. When they I'm not first, a fan. You didn't oh, like the when they first came out, they were great. Then they like changed the they changed the something with them. But those things are not uh, not good. Like they're it's not their best. You buy Mars, the candy that you. Love. I tell you what, they I, should sponsor us because the, I'll eat these things on the air well, every. Stop week. eating them in the microphone. But they're so good. Okay. In Michaeltopia, <laughs> no one uses the phrase virtually all. Virtually all is not a thing. Think about I, it's it's that. like a George Carlin bit all of a sudden. I'm watching the scroll this morning and it's like Ted Cruz won virtually all of the delegates. It's like, what, virtually all? Does that mean almost all? Yes. Most is what it means. Most. A yeah. lot. The majority of. You can't say virtually all. Virtually all. It's like more than all of them. No. (laughs) You can't use virtually all. Virtually all my hair fell out. Andrew. All right. No, it didn't. You still have more hair. Okay. (laughs) All right. (laughs) All right. Here we go. In Michaeltopia, when we read quote-unquote scientific studies that sound stupid, we're not going to share them on Facebook. Did you read this week? Some guy comes out and he said, did you know that when you hug your dog, it makes your dog sad? 
What? Yep. I, this was a quote-unquote scientific study. And then a- everyone picked up on it. It started making the rounds. After the fact, do you know what his science was? Huh. He looked at pictures of people hugging dogs on Google and Flickr and saw that the dogs had their ears facing down. Oh. Which generally means they're unhappy. Oh, bummer. Well, that's scientific. The hidden world of dogs. Yeah, and it, it, it's more. It, you but know, there were no scientists there involved. Were no sci- and like, you know, when it's we like say, climate change. And I'm very yeah. sorry to tell you this. Seriously. <laughs> Drinking a glass of red wine every day is not as good as running a mile. Oh, listen. what if you run and drink a glass of wine at the same time? I would like to record you when you do that. I'll be, be stained <laughs> up. That come, that's, there, there's always like a, some science. There's always some new journal study coming. Out. Hey, it turns out red wine is good for you. It all, yeah, like one year they'll say butter is bad for you. It will kill you. Then a year later they'll say, no, butter will make you live forever. We sound so old. We sound so old right It's true, now. though. It is. That we're old. Uh, dude, listen. I remember when my mom, she used to cook eggs. Like yeah. on the weekend, we'd have these big breakfasts, you know, big family, blah, blah, blah. We'd have eggs and toast and bacon and blah, the whole nine, right? And then one year... It was like eggs are the devil himself. I oh, which that. we didn't even get into. Freaking Boehner. <laughs> Boehner called Ted Cruz Lucifer in the flesh. Just And then Satanists got upset. <laughs> they, they don't want to be associated with Ted Cruz. Exactly. <laughs> He's or John Boehner. The Zodiac Killer. Oh man. That's just yeah. Wait, Boehner. where what were we talking about? How did we get to this? Oh, so they the, like eggs were bad. Eggs right, were bad, right, right. right? Eggs were the Ted Cruz. <laughs> eggs were Lucifer in the flesh. And then a couple of years ago, uh, I went to the doctor uh, for my my checkup. The doctor's like, "Hey, it's not bad, but your cholesterol. You might want to keep an eye on it." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Really? Well, I tell you what, I'll stop eating eggs right now." And he's like, "No, no, 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 no. Eggs are great." He's like, the, the benefits you get from eating eggs far outweighs the bad stuff. Sure. Eggs eggs are awesome. Mm-hmm. Sorry, chickens. We got to keep you locked up for a few more years. I Look, I've got grandparents who literally lived to like 98 years old. They ate bacon twice a day. I, I watched them. They would eat bre- <laughs> bacon for breakfast. Then my grandma would go at night, just cook some bacon and eggs again because we could <laughs> afford it. And then uh, I, my, my grandfather, he smoked literally two packs of Marlboros every day, but he was out working. Yeah. And he lived to be 98. I'm talking wow. bacon, eggs, cigarettes. Mm-hmm. I think it's all bull. I think, you know, different people are different. You can't just say that uh, this is bad and this is good. And No. What I'm saying is start smoking. <laughs> yes. If you want to live. Okay. Um, uh, who has a Michaeltopia? I've got I just went. So. Okay. okay. If you left Mexico because it sucks, you can't wave a Mexican flag in America. Sorry. That's your Michael Tobia. That's it. You're talking about the guys who are protesting, protesting at there's, the Trump thing. There's these guys at the at the protesting Trump, and they're waving Mexican flags. And then, but isn't that like an in your face thing? Isn't that what they're saying? Hey, I'm Mexican. Yeah. Come get me. And I'm willing to bet they're not even actually Mexican. They just want to go na 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 na. Yeah, these guys are the Mexican. Wall. I think that's what it is. However, I will say this, and this goes into my Michael Tobia as well, because uh, they were like t- tearing down the barricades and stuff. Yeah. Guess what you get? In Michaeltopia, in Michaeltopia, you are allowed to protest. You're allowed to, I be, in Michaeltopia, we believe in freedom of speech, and if you want to go wave your flag and yell whatever you want, you're allowed to yell. In Michaeltopia, the instant you break the law, 
you get arrested. You are in trouble. You just don't stand yeah. idly by. And this is what happened. It's it, it happened in Iraq the other day in the, the the green zone. All these protesters came out and they're like they're tearing down the, the wall, literally that keeps our citizens safe in in Baghdad. And and you're like you have to this and it's what I think the problem is with the Middle East. You need law and order. Okay, the Sunnis hate the Shias and the Shia and da, 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 and this guy's uncle now is in in charge of the cops and this guy like if someone commits a crime there are no repercussions cuz you're connected politically and you're that is the problem. The wonderful thing that that our founding fathers did for this country. I swear to god I believe this. Law and order. If a rich guy steals something from a poor guy, the poor guy can sue him and get his stuff back and that guy's in trouble. That's just it. We're all equal under the law. You can sell that. I don't think you can impose freedom on a civilization. You how you however can give them like law and order. And people uh, people I think everybody wants that. They want someone what? took my stuff, that guy should be in trouble. Well, yeah. Unless the rich guy's got a better lawyer than the poor guy, then that changes. Well, that that will always happen. But hey, you commit a crime, but, you got But it. my point was, if you don't want to live in Mexico, why are you waving the flag here? Because it's neener, neener, neener. No. They're no. like, they're okay, like. Okay, well, that's not good it, enough. Because it's like, it's it's in a death spiral now. They're like, Donald Trump hates all Mexicans. Which is so silly. I'm he, go. he doesn't. Exactly. But that is the belief. That is the belief I on the I love left. Mexicans. I, I would love to go to Mexico. One day I will go to Mexico. I, I love the culture. I love the people, the food. And I want as many Mexicans in America as possible. However, I think that they need to go through the legals to get here. Yes. But, but people see that and they go, Oh, you, well, you hate all Mexicans. Right. Donald Trump goes, hey, we might want to check some of the people. He hates all Muslims. And that well, is well, uh, the no, left. No, 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 no. Let, let's be fair. We are factual here. He said he would keep all Muslims out at least for a period of time until they figured out what he was He said going he would on. pump yes. the brakes. That doesn't mean he hates all Muslims and wants to stop them. Right. We've got Muslims coming in. We don't out. know who they They've got no papers. We've got no way to find out who they are. We, All right, so if, now, if we now, can't figure out who you are, you don't before, come in. Before we go into a death spiral of blah, 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 yeah. it, it's like common knowledge. Like the FBI, everybody says, like, listen, there's no way to tell who's doing what. You can't really, come in. You can't look into somebody's soul. No. You, you can't. can't look and see if somebody has, like, so uh, I think we have to take a look at our policy and da, da, da. We just got to pump the brakes. Let's slow down. What, like, people don't. I think what people don't like about Donald Trump is the way he says it. He says things like, we got to stop Muslims from coming in until we can figure out what the heck's going on. He doesn't Which, sugarcoat it, that's for sure. It's not sugarcoated, and it's really like, like splat. But like, I think that there's a point there. Like, but you're never going to be able to look into somebody's soul, you know, and that's 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 the, the other big problem. America's very generous. We have like a million people who come in. So many people come to this country. We have a very, very uh, generous... Uh, immigration system, but you got to have borders. I'm one of those guys. You can't just let everybody in you can't. because you don't listen. If we can't take everybody, and that doesn't mean you you hate all people of a certain race. Well, but that's I why do. they're waving the Mexican. You know what really bummed me out? Uh, well, it's not a com- it's not a comedy. Um, in Michael Topia, rappers are not allowed to brag anymore. <laughs> Boy, that's going to make rap tricky. I well, here's the deal. Here's what I've noticed. Every time I listen to uh, to a rap song, the, the old white man said. Everybody's like, my car is the best, my parties are the best, my this is the best, all that. But like, no, 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 no. Uh, you all can't, not everyone is the best. Now we're talking. There's about, only one the best. There's always one the best. That's it. So I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to think it's Jay-Z. 
No. Right? No, he's not. No. He's not. It's the, not Kanye. Kanye's no, in. No, it's not Kanye. So who is the best? Eminem. Who has the bit? No. no. Who has the biggest party? Who has the most cars? Who has the most lavish lifestyle? Right now, in that realm, it's pretty much a. I know you hate this term, but virtually a tie <laughs> between uh, Drake and Odd Future. And and these guys are both goofs. In my day, when I, Drake and Odd Future yeah. are. Bigger than Jay Z, absolutely. Because Jay in the rap game, Jay-Z, no, I'm talking net worth. But that's because Jay Z's made more money outside of rap than he has. Well, hey, does I don't he care. Still, is he counts. still a musical artist? Does he still come out with albums and songs? It's been a while, actually. Well, I I think he only he can say he is the best. I, I think he has the most lavish lifestyle. Well, I think it's got to be. I will give it to be, you. You know what? For one reason. He's, oh, in Michael Topia, there is a rapper. Like Federation Belt. <laughs> this is the best idea ever. And we could have a competition. Federation Belt? Yes. And that guy gets to brag. I don't know what Federation Listen, Belt is. You get like a rap. You, you go like Eminem versus, uh, Eminem versus Jay-Z. Oh, they get a... And one of them is left standing. He gets the belt and he gets to brag about his lifestyle. And I can tell you why Jay-Z actually does win. Because it's not about the lifestyle. It's not about the music. Wait, you just, said, you just said Drake won. Word. He banged Beyonce. There it is. That's not one word. That gives him some. Well, no, it, if you say it real quick, it is. Be back, Beyonce. Beyonce. You just run it together word. all into they're one. They're breaking word. up. Yeah. How about no, that? No, no, they're not breaking up. Yeah. She roasted Yay. him, dude. I she believe roasted in love. Him. They, I believe in there love. There may be marital issues, but they are not breaking up. She roasted I, him pretty good. I don't care what happened in Lemonade. They are not breaking up. Now, wait that a song is out there forever, and she's talked some smack, bro. And it doesn't matter. And now, is he going to have a, a diss song about her? No. Because he can't. You know why? No, right, right. She's Beyonce. And oh, I could say, roast the hell out of Beyonce. And wait a minute, be wait a minute. Hated. Wasn't, wasn't, I'm going to do it now. Wasn't it Beyonce's sister that like smacked him in an elevator? Yeah, yeah. And he took that. He, he handled was, like, it very he well. He was the bigger man about that. He handled it very that. well, I thought. Yeah. And anyway, and in Michael Topia, but this goes with that. It's like this, this, this whole like recipe for pop songs must be stopped. It's driving me crazy. How someone will. Uh, the, the the girl sings this little hook, and it's like one line, you know, because you got to go to work, got to go to work. And then some guy comes in rapping, I got all the money, my lifestyle's the best, got to go you know to what? work. It's I'm just introduce you to horrible. Dicky after the podcast. And you're I don't know if I want you to introduce oh me to your little dicky. I'm sorry. You can <laughs> oh, keep that in, in your pants. It's just... It's just horrible. There's like so many songs where like the, the girl's got one hook, she sings it over and over, and then some get. It used to be special. It used to be special. And like, rap has been sissified. Like when I was growing up, it was Biggie and Tupac. They were gangsters talking. About, they shot and killed each other. That's gangster. Yeah. And now you got Drake going. You never call me on the cell phone. I ca- you know what? I'm done. I, I'm I'm happy. Tupac that- would never. A complaint about a woman that, not calling him. He'd hit her with the cell phone but that in the music, face. That music didn't speak to me. It Violence spoke to me. Women is not okay. I like. Well, and rap, it's all right if they ask for it, right? <laughs> no, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I'm. I'm like. I'm. I'm. <laughs> I miss the fun music. I miss having fun with music. Yeah. You know, and like when I remember my buddy Rick was like, you know, total black dude. Totally, Rick into, Walker. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, and just like NWA came out, and I just saw his head. Just it was like it was like me hearing the Clash for the first time. You know, <laughs> I heard the Clash like yeah, and yeah. I'm like I'm not some struggling working guy from England, but whatever. And like he heard NWA, and he's like, oh Mike, you got it. <laughs> 
like lost his mind. He puts it, he puts it in the CD player, and I'm listening, and I'm like, yee. <laughs> it was wasted on me. It was wasted on me. I like the hip They shouldn't hop. talk about police officers like this. <laughs> it's very disrespectful if you oh, ask my yeah. opinion. And a Michael Topia... You're not you're not allowed to bring people into into Congress because of something they sang. That was horrible. Thank you, Al and Tipper Gore. Everybody forgets that. That was horrible. We don't like your music. You're in trouble with the government. That's scary. What's so funny is they demanded these labels on the music, the parental advisories, and then the music sales went up. Yeah. All the kids were like, "I got to get this. This <laughs> yeah. is awesome. I'm not supposed to listen." <laughs> yeah, sign hey. me up. That is the show. Oh, my gosh. It goes by so fast. I love it, love it, love it. Uh, thanks for joining us on The Loftus Party. Uh, the website is coming along, theloftusparty.com. You're going to need to check that out in the very, very, very near future. Big changes are coming. I'm super excited about it. Twitter, uh, Flipside Loftus. Is at Flipside Loftus. At Flipside Loftus. I think everybody knows to use the little at. You know, the little at symbol now. Yeah, but it, it's the vernacular. Oh, and new episodes of The Flipside air this weekend. Check it out. Who it's do we got? On, um, oh, my gosh. We have uh, Michelle Bachman uh, is a guest and uh, the comedian. Oh, my gosh. He's in uh, He's a, He's a. in with that Judd Apatow crew. Uh, Wayne Fetterman. Oh, yeah. That funny, was good. Funny, funny dude. So make sure you check out uh, the new episodes of the show. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, make sure you check out my buddy's podcast, uh, So Fresh, So Prince. So Fresh, So Prince on iTunes and SoundCloud and Stitcher. Jason, and yours. The Road to Ruin. And here's a big help. If you get a chance, and if you want to, <laughs> you get, you could give us five stars. It's an algorithm thing. I don't, don't hate the player. Hate the game. Head on over to <laughs> iTunes. Ahoy, hoy. Subscribe.